Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we back. We're going to talk about that week 10 in the NFL. We got breaking news, and we got them 49ers, baby. Do you ready? Let's go. Okay, let's start right here. Them 49ers, they bounced back after a three- uh, game loss. They also had a bye, so you know they had something to prove. They played them uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. You tell me what you got. Give me the score, too. 34-3, San Francisco 49ers. Big bounce back. Answered a lot of questions, man. You've seen a lot of good things from this team. It's man. Can we put some respect on this boy Brock Purdy's name? Because this is what I was saying. Talk to me. Three-game skids, everybody was, ah, Brock Purdy not dancing, Brock Purdy not dancing. When he come out and ball like this, then what? Y'all just going to keep saying he's – like, what? What is – what does he have to do for y'all to think like he's an NFL quarterback? Because mm-hmm. 296, three touchdowns, only seven incompletions, that's a great game. Right. You you, you can't. Against get, a very good AFC, AFC team. You can't get no better than that. It's through all three touchdowns to three different receivers. Nobody had more than six catches. So it's like he played and spread the ball around, and that's what the offense needed to get back to. Right. So, like I said, it wasn't just Brock Purdy. It was a thing of let's get back to who we are. And they lost their identity for a while. Is what you're saying? Yeah, because it was you know you had Debo being hurt, Christian being hurt, and then it's let's let's try to get it going somewhere else. And y'all don't really have that right now. I I won't say have that. It's not what suits y'all best. Right. What suits y'all best is being able to do so many different things with what y'all got. Exactly. Y'all got to be – because, look, they, they put Debo in the backfield again this year, mm-hmm. I mean, this game, and got a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So it's just average 9.7 carry, uh, yards per carry. So it's just move these guys around, keep these guys guessing. Kyle Shanahan, you're supposed to be an offensive guru. That's what's going to make your team good. Your defense is going to – Defense. Yeah, it, it was kind of scary because for the simple fact that it took him a three-game skid in order for that to happen. Because CMC, he had 16 carries for 95 yards. George Kittle, he had three three receptions for 116 yards. He had a hondo and a touchdown. You know, and like I said, Trevor Lawrence, he had 85, but he also lost a turnover battle. He threw two picks. Travis Etienne, you really don't even want to talk about what he did, nine carries, 35. But Kurt, he had a 100-yard game with six receptions. So they back to who they are now because, like you said, at first we was talking about, oh, the Super Bowl is going to go through the 49ers. Then they say, what is going on with Mr. Irrelevant and Brock Purdy? They ain't who we thought they was. So are you saying they're back? With this performance, it's hard to not think that they're a favorite to see the Eagles in that mm-hmm. NFC championship. Because mm-hmm. mainly it's the defense. The offense is good and mm-hmm. all. That's that's. That's great. That's what you want from your offense. Right. But even if they take a, a low step back, maybe 24 points. Mm-hmm. If this defense plays like this, I don't see people being able to score on them. Okay. Because you get Javon Hargrave with a sack and a half. Nick Bosa with a sack and a half. Ark Amstein with half a sack. Clean and with a sack. You get Chase Young with half a sack. Then you get Hofanga with an interception and Fred Warner with an interception. That's a... That defensive line already is showing improvement with having a Chase Young on the other side. Right. It changes what an offensive line can do to block a Nick Bosa. Mm-hmm. That's what I was excited to see. Mm-hmm. It's only going to open up more for Nick. Right. You can't double-team anymore. Mm-hmm. You can't throw 
an extra tight end just on him because mm-hmm. all you're doing is opening up that other side. And then they Hargrave is great. Mm-hmm. Clayton Fell is a Clemson boy, and you know that's defensive line. You, so <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah, we you gotta just expect that Eric Armstead is great. Like we already know, Fred Warner, best middle linebacker in the league. Absolutely. So if the defense can keep this up, mm-hmm. the offense is going. They have the talent mm-hmm. to win games. Mm-hmm. If the defense calls people to, I'm not saying three, but that's just, pretty good stuff, ain't it? Just play in the. I think the key for this game was the physicality, right? Just getting up in them, sitting on all the underneath stuff. Mm-hmm. And if they play like that, mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of teams can answer to to what they can do as far as physicality. So now, so basically, what you're telling me is it's a lose now, win later. So they they, they back. Okay, we are gonna keep a close eye on that and everything because they they have high expectations. I do still believe it's win a bus for the Forty ers This is giving their best chance and opportunity to make that happen. They did bring in Chase Young. Brock Purdy is back at least for now. CMC, <clears throat> as long as he can stay healthy. And George Kittle, as long as he can keep uh, catching those passes, baby, I think that's going to make it do what it do. Oh, he eat that pumpkin loaf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As long as he has his pumpkin loaf. He good. Energy, baby. You get it how you can. Carbo up. Listen, breaking news. Breaking news. Deshaun Watson is out for the season with a season-ending surgery on his Going on, yeah, man, is, man, this that's devastating, man. They just killed their season it, and maybe going forward, right? So that's the, because the next game that I wanted to discuss with you is the 33 31 win over the Baltimore Ravens. Man, he played that whole game hurt, okay? It he had happened early, it happened early. Deshaun Watson was 20 of 34, 213 yards, a touch in a, in a pick. Jay Ford had 17 carries for 107 yards. Cooper had Amari Cooper had six receptions for 98 yards. It, it was a it was a great game. And they they had to fight back. Yeah, they had to fight back. They had absolutely. I thought that game was over with. Right, right. They had to fight back, man. And we're gonna get into the rest of them how that kind of panned out, man. So you 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 think that now is is just it's, yeah that season's a wrap. Man, it's a wrap, and it and it, and it sucks for them because they were they were getting it going at the right time. Right, they were just now starting to figure out what they who they were mm-hmm. and what they can get away with. Right, so, I think I think Deshaun Watson he was just getting used to to, to, his, team. to his team and getting and, and with the receivers and, and getting the, the the offense going. Yeah, man, it's it's just unfortunate. Mm-hmm. I'm sad that it happened to somebody like you know, right, for life. We love you, Deshaun. Yeah. So, listen, with that being said, now, L- Lamar Jackson, he didn't have a great game, but I don't necessarily think that he lost it either. But, listen, he was 13 for 23 with 223 yards. Uh, he did have a pick, but he also had eight carries for 41 yards and a touchdown. And Zay, and Zay Flowers had five receptions for 73 yards. So, uh, they still where they need to be then, right? Yeah, the only the only concerning thing is Lamar's turnovers this year. Yeah. Because I want to say he's up to 11 interceptions. 10 touchdowns mm-hmm. not good at mm-hmm. all but it's just you, we gotta understand what he's asked to do on this offense right he pretty much I won't say he is it but he has to get it initiated right he has to get it going mm-hmm. so I'm not I'm not concerned cause he isn't he isn't Josh Allen right and when I say that he isn't somebody who's been having turnover concerns mm-hmm. the only thing that we was concerned about him was if he could stay healthy 
Right. I'm not because I'm, I'm sure he cuts down on that. I'm I'm pretty sure those numbers reverse. Mm-hmm. For the rest of the year, I'm confident in saying that he he'll get better and turn over, especially after coming off a loss like this. Right. Lamar Jackson is a very self-aware person. Mm-hmm. He he's aware of what's going on. And he has a certain amount of pride that he carries himself with. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he sits on this loss. And you might not think he lost it, but I'm sure in the back of his head, those two interceptions, with it being a two-point game, he's he he's not blaming himself, mm-hmm. but he's taking the blame. If that makes he's, it makes it makes total sense to me. Absolutely. Okay. <clears throat> well, check this out. Well, week ten in the NFL, like we said, it was very very exciting. Man, you had like five or six games that took and came down to the last second, a game winning field goals. Okay. You also had a lot of streaks that was broken, winning streaks and losing streaks. Uh, check this out, right quick. We just talked about how the Bra- the Browns came back and beat the Ravens, man, by being down oh, like fourteen some odd points and everything, mm-hmm. and, and kicking a game winner. The Houston Texans, they beat Cincy on a last-second field goal, stopping their four-game win streak. Now, the Texans have beat the Jaguars and the Bengals. Man, they the big cat slayers, baby. Yeah. <laughs> okay? All right, and then also, you took in, what else do you have? The Bucks they stopped a four-game losing streak that they had by beating the Titans. And then the Falcons, they have lost their last four or five. And then the Broncos is on a three-game win streak. Now, we're going to break that down. I just want to let you know that some streaks was broken, some field goals was kicked, and it was an exciting week 10 in the NFL. Yeah. Now, look look at here now. Now, the Colts, we just got to mention it. The Colts and the, the Patriots was playing baseball in Frankfurt. Colts won 10-6. We're going to move on past that yeah, one. That ain't nothing to talk about. All right. Packers, Steelers. You know I got to talk about these. I'm going to let you have this. Okay, okay, thank you. (laughs) Packers, Steelers. Steelers 23, Packers 19. Now, I I need to talk about this game, and I'm going to talk about the fourth quarter because apparently that's where the game was lost. But let me give you J-Love, Jordan Love's numbers. 21 of 40, 289 yards, Two touchdowns, and he had, and he did have two picks early. I'm about to dr- address that in a second. He had two picks late in the fourth quarter that kind of sealed the loss. Mm-hmm. AJ Dillon had nine carries for 70 yards. Aaron Jones, I only, I got to find out where his stats went. Jordan Reed had five for 84 yards and a touchdown. Okay, listen, can I talk to you? Because can I talk to you? Listen, let me hear. Okay. I looked at the end of that game, man, right? And and, and I did and I seen it. Yeah, he took in he threw two picks. And it, but it was it was kind of it was two picks of him trying to make plays. Here's my bigger issue. When it comes to Christian Watson, he's the biggest guy on the team. Yeah. Also, he's wide receiver one. Yeah. Jordan Love was simply trying to make plays, and it's been two plays, same side of, of the field in the end zone to Christian Watson where he took and he didn't play bully ball enough for me and he let the defender outplay him. Listen, I'm okay with an offensive pass interference, but you falling back and you ain't, you ain't, you the biggest man on the field. You're not even fighting for the ball. Now, I want you to talk about that in a second, but also at the same time, I'm going to talk about the pass in the first place that Jordan Love made to Christian Watson. Listen, you're going to beat the man up if you say, hey, why didn't you throw it to your number one receiver or one of the, you know, or one of the, uh, the 
running backs in A.J. Dillon or Aaron Jones, but at the same time, he was a long way. It wasn't a running play that needed to be performed. It was a throw. He threw it to who he needed to throw it to. So what we do now? That's those give you God chance. Ain't that what you want? Exactly. But it's just, what's, I may be wrong, but Christian Washington came in considered more of a burner. Mm-hmm. Even with that bigger body type, right. the most thing they talked about was his speed. Mm-hmm. So is does he have the capability in him? Like, you know, you got to want to be physical. Mm-hmm. You got to want to go up and box out. Right. Mike, Mike Evans is a perfect example. He's bought into, you get down in the 15, I'm boxing out. Just throw me the ball. Mm-hmm. I don't need to master routes. I don't you know, it's one of those things. And I'm not, I haven't seen enough of Christian Washington personally, like live action games, to understand if, if he just lacks that or not. But as you say, with that frame, your quarterback gives you a chance. You are a wide receiver one. You got to come up with that ball. make a play. In, in, the game, in the game before, it was the same, pretty much exact throw. Christian Washington said, I got to come up with that ball. And you was given a chance in the very next game and you didn't. Yeah. It is what it is, man. But I mean, and I, I'm not throwing out the baby with the bath water. But at the same time, these rock, these receivers are gonna have to get a little bit more physical and and, and keep doing what they're doing. And that's what I was saying. That's coming in. That was you guys's for the past couple of years. That's been you guys's biggest question marks. Right. Was you guys on the outside your receivers? Mm-hmm. Seeing Jaden Reed have this type of game, and then Romeo Dobbs still spotty, but he gets you a touchdown. Right. Luke Musgraves is coming into his own. I really like him. Tight end, that rookie came out that Yeah, that rookie we just drafted. He's coming into his own. It's just going to be – I think you guys are going to be getting it done by committee. Right. I think you guys have to buy into that. We got to get that understood. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not going to be somebody who dominates targets on this team. Mm -hmm. I don't have that. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think Jordan Love has to understand that too. As much as Christian Watson is y'all's number one, you guys aren't uh, only number one. You get what I'm saying? I do, and I think we got the committee to get that done with you explaining. Yeah. But we just I, got to spread the ball around, I love man. Dontavian Wicks, three catches for 51. Romeo Dobbs, like I said, three for 31 and a touchdown. Christian Watson, two for 23. And then you get Aaron Jones involved out of the backfield. It's, you guys have it. It's just got to be. Coach has to implement that as your strategy. Right, and Bo Melton, he's a burner. Yeah, like spread it around and just let these guys get it into their hands and see what they can do. Right. Because you guys are young enough, fast enough. you got the speed on the outside. Mm-hmm. And it's, just give them a chance. Like mm-hmm. I said, y'all also got Tucker Craft back there too, who I like. He's another rookie. Right. Another rookie tight end. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So y'all can even run two tight Like that's what I'm, Y'all got some options with this offense. I think it's just got to stop trying to cookie cut it. Mm-hmm. Like stop trying to simplify it for Jordan Love. Let him go out there and play. Yeah, absolutely. Let him sling it, man. Let him sling it. Let him make the mistakes. Throw it and see what he can do. Get that chemistry and build it right now. Because yeah. I still believe that Jordan Love is the quarterback of the future. You got great parts around you. I know we've been fighting a little bit of injury on both the offensive and the defensive side of the ball. But I think we have more than enough to build on. And the future is bright. Yeah. I still don't like the Rasul Douglas, D- Douglas trade. I still don't like that part of it. But hopefully we'll, take and we'll be able to address that. We still got Jared Alexander and everything. Got big Kenny Clark in the middle. Got Devontae Campbell. We got Preston Smith. Okay. I like some, Lucas Van Ness is a great pickup. Yes, great, great. Y'all, y'all still got Devondre Carable. I think y'all just paid Rashawn Gary. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all got That's what I said. Y'all have the team. Mm-hmm. Why is Romeo Dobbs popping up on defensive stats? 
I don't know. Maybe he took and he, he, he swatted the ball down. <laughs> I don't know. But like I say, I think we'll be okay with it. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm I'm like, right. <laughs> Listen, hey, hey, uh, Green Bay Packers, keep playing, okay? Keep playing. Keep building that chemistry. You got nothing but good things to come. Yeah, we come love y'all out here. Man. We do. We absolutely do. Listen, I, I need to talk to you, man, because the next, the next game that I want to talk about is the Vikings uh, 27 win, 27 to 19 win against uh, the New Orleans Saints. Okay. Uh, first of all, before we go any 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 further, uh, what I take and I, I want to take and to look at and, and, and ask you about is about uh, Josh Dobbs. Okay, because the Browns wish they kept him. Right now, now, now listen to the listen to this little research I done picked up on Josh Dobbs. Okay, he's a seven year NFL veteran. All right. Okay. D- listen. The the uh what was it? The Pittsburgh Steelers mm-hmm. drafted him fourth round in 2017. Now listen listen to his plight. Pittsburgh Steelers 2017 to 2018. Okay. 2019 he went to Jacksonville. Stayed there one year. Came back to Pittsburgh 2020 2021. Then he went to Cleveland Browns mm-hmm. 2022. Then he went to the Detroit Lions in 2022. Then he went to the Tennessee Titans in 2022. The last time we seen him, he was with the Arizona Cardinals. That was in 2023. And we know where he at right now. Why? Listen, a person that usually moves around this much don't even stay in the league. What happened? Why Why so many people passed on him? Because he got the Vikings in contention. He, uh... Coming out, I remember Josh Dobbs coming out of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. He was looked at as a backup. Oh, he was looked at as a backup who might be able to blossom into a starter, mm-hmm. which we're seeing now. Right. It just took more time than people thought. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just everywhere he went, they were bringing in new guys all the time, mm-hmm. and he was just one of those guys. You got to make a cut somewhere, or we got to get value back for you somehow. Because they already had their number one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they trade you off, try to get something back in return, mm-hmm. something like that. But I think just like you said, most guys who move around like this don't let don't they aren't seen again. Right. But he took the opportunity with Cleveland. He went back to Cleveland for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just that quarterback mess. Arizona. Mm-hmm. He's just a benefit of opportunity. Right. Calamari went down. Mm-hmm. He went out there, win them, win them a game, mm-hmm. showed that he can play. Right. Minnesota sees Kirk Cousins go down. Mm-hmm. Why not go get somebody who's already proven that he can come in short notice and play good football? Mm-hmm. So I think he's it's just all accredited to him. Yeah, all accredited to him. Well, at least he didn't give up, right? Yeah, it's, yeah and, and he's still and he's still playing. He's and he's still ready. And he's and he and he playing good. Now I, I do want to break it down just a little bit more though. Now it's a couple things that's been said. Now first of all, you know this before Kirk, Kirk Cousins had like got hurt. The Vikings was one and four. Mm-hmm. Uh, and before all that happened, now they're on a five-game win streak. They're six and four right now. And dead in the middle of the NFC North. Okay, they're right behind the Detroit Lions. Now, it's been said it only takes three games to get enough tape on a person, quarterback position, for you to start to lock them up. Do do you do you feel that the Vikings still have a legitimate run in them? Because the reason why I said, and I take this into account too, the coach. But the Vikings said that Justin Jeffries' window is open. They finna start giving them more work. That sounds to me like a person is trying to get ready to come back. Josh Dobbs, 
Justin Jefferson on the brink of possibly returning this season. What these six and four Vikings gonna do? I think the op- the window is still open because what's the Lions seven and eight and two? Mm-hmm. Like the window they squeezed by they the Chargers. They the squeezed by the Chargers. Yeah. So should have lost that game. Honestly, honestly, but I think it's just they're in position mm-hmm. and it's how early can you get your full team back? Right. Because we like he said three three weeks of tape. This is gonna be the third week right here. Mm-hmm. Now it's gonna be can we get something to help him out? Mm-hmm. Cause I don't think you lock up Josh Dobbs. Okay. Just because of the way he's playing. He had like two rushing touchdowns yeah, in the locked, last two games. He's locked in. Right. He's just locked in. But mm-hmm. I do think it becomes a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. So it's just gonna be, yeah. Early on, when they were one and four before, because they won three straight with Kurt, mm-hmm. they were getting back into the groove of it. Yeah. Now it's just, yeah, why not bring them back now? You got the Broncos next. Mm-hmm. You got the Bears after that. Mm-hmm. You got, um, why just move? You got Broncos. You got Bears. You got Raiders. Mm-hmm. Then you got Bengals, mm-hmm. who has been iffy this year. Right. But you finish it off with three big games. Okay. You got Lions. Okay. Packers, yep. Lions. Right. Division. All division. Mm-hmm. And then you mix that in with three winnable games before you meet the Bengals. Yeah, you could possibly go three and one. And then and after that, you, you go ahead and sweep. Lions. You beat the Lions twice. Mm-hmm. That's a – you guys are in. Absolutely. You guys actually might end up winning this division. Exactly. So now is time to – okay – Everybody ready up? Mm-hmm. Everybody ready up? If Justin, if you can go, mm-hmm. this is time for you to go. Right. I honestly think they need him back for that for that Broncos game. Right. The Broncos, like you said, they're on a three game win streak. Yeah. Like they're figuring some things out. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson's playing better. You want to give Josh Dobbs the best opportunity. You want to put him in the best position to win. Justin, if you can go, even if you're out there as a distraction, get out there. Right. Get out there because mm-hmm. now your team's in a position. This is what you wanted. Yeah. This, this is exactly what he was talking exactly about. What you wanted. Yeah. So. I'm interested to see, man. I really am. I'm interested to see because I think I think that this right here, they could shake this thing up, man. Because we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about that. Uh, that uh, what Lions game? Yeah. In, in, a, in a quick little second, but yeah, I, I think they vulnerable. We don't already done hit them up with the you contender pretender. We don't already, so we ain't gonna I talk ain't about gonna that talk no more right now. But listen, let me talk to you about the Saints. Derek Carr was injured. James came in with two and two, two picks. And two, tu- two, two picks and two touchdowns. Yeah, it was Winston football. And so, and they lost that game. So, uh, where you think the Saints is, is headed right now, man? Because if Derek Carr is not a go, you know, because they're playing pretty decent. It's just a – they, I think they're fine just because of the division that they're in. Yeah. With everybody else taking skids around them, mm-hmm. I think they're okay. James just – so, Derek Carr went down this game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do we know what that injury was? Uh, no, not not right now. I don't I don't I don't know exactly what what the injury is, but so with that, now nah, that's scary. Let me try to see if I can look up their schedule. Right. So so who 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 right now who is leading that division in the NFC South? I want to say Bucks. The Bucks are. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll figure all of that out and everything because I'm, it's kind of interesting because I'm not a hundred percent sure that, that Winston can get you there. Uh, but they're gonna have to try to figure that out. But because you know the NFC South has always been wide open. Oh no, it's the it's the Saints. It should be the Saints sitting at five and five. Okay, so they're at the top of the division again, the which makes the what makes the injury even more which significant. Even makes it worse, yeah. 
So it's going to be Jameis. you got to step up and keep this team afloat if, right. you, if you have to. Mm-hmm. If Derek can come back, of course they want Derek to come back, but mm-hmm. if he has to miss a game or two, mm-hmm. it's going to be up to – and that's the thing with Jameez. Jame, I love calling him Jameez. Mm-hmm. Jameez is uh, – it's a coin flip. Right. It's a coin flip. He, he played very, very good or very – and, and he had a play – in that last game, that's a perfect example of who Jamie's is. He rolled out to his left, uh-huh. didn't see anything, mm-hmm. looked back to his right. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about this is probably a 30, 40, 50-yard pass across field. <laughs> right. I'm talking about – so this man seen his man in the corner of the end zone. Right. And launched it. Got it Flung it. Uh-huh. And got there. Uh-huh. But then he also did this. He <laughs> did he makes bad reads and right. throws it straight to a defender. Right. So the arm talent is there. Uh-huh. It's Jamie's mental. Is mm. his breaking down processing mm. things like that. Do I need to make this? You didn't need to make that. Th- it worked. It worked. You didn't need to make that throw. But so, the probability on it is low. Yeah, it's that, <laughs> it's that with Jamie's. And that's why when I said the two interceptions, two touchdowns, yeah. that's Jamie's football. You remember the 30 for 30 season? Exactly. Where he led in passing yards, touchdowns, in and like he's that type of guy. Right. So it's going to be, and he's going to need guys to step up around him. Mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara, you're going to have to take some of the weight off, not in the passing game. You're going to have to be able to run through the tackles, bounce it outside. Michael Thomas, you're going to have to become Slant King again. Mm-hmm. And Chris Olave has been their signing star this year. Right. So I don't, I'm not expecting nothing more from him. He's going to keep doing what he's doing. Right. Jamie's is just going to have to make the – stop trying to win the game. Just manage it. Just don't lose it. Just don't lose it. Because, listen, he said that he wanted to take and re-sign with the Saints. That's he what he wants he, to be. He said, this is where I want to be. That's where he wants to be because they believed in him after that. And I understand why. Mm-hmm. After that 30 for 30 season, the mm-hmm. Bucks. When got Tom Brady, and everybody had kind of written off Jamie. Right. They gave him a chance, mm-hmm. and I think that was he was coming in a legit starter. Mm-hmm. No questions. No, he came in and started, mm-hmm. and he had a decent year. It wasn't the best of. I mean, he had a decent year. They won some games. It was something there to work with. Yeah, it was something there. Then they go get Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. So now, and he showed maturity, which I think coming in was the biggest question with Jamie. Right. He showed maturity. He showed that, and he's a leader out there. Mm-hmm. It's it's not everybody's cup of tea the way he goes about it. He is a little out there with it, mm-hmm. um, but he is a leader. He talks. He communicates. He's talking to coaches. He's talking to Derek Carr. Got the headset on, telling them what he sees. So he's showing. He's bought in. He's a team player. Now just do what you got to do. Now that it's. Now that you're getting the PT, you're getting the playtime, go out there, show that you learned something, show you've been paying attention, and, and do what it do. Just get it done. Exactly. Like, get it done. Well, we're going to definitely keep an eye on, especially if they're sitting uh, atop the NFC South, because, listen, you know that division is there for the taking. Yeah, it's, it's a... It, it's wide open. Trust me, it yeah. is. You know, the bottom can come... everybody else don't know what they're doing. Right. The bottom can come up to the top, and the top can drop all the way down to the bottom. But not the bottom... Not the bottom. Okay, then. The well, bottom can't come. All right, okay, we, then. We're not getting to the top. We ain't going to do that then. All right. Listen, one but, through three. <laughs> one through three can have a chance. Don't worry about four. Well, check this out. I think you're going to be very interested in this next game because I remember on our previous podcast, man, you was kind of talking about, like somebody won't go ahead that type of game. You said somebody won't go ahead this type of game again. Now, the numbers wasn't as much, but them Texans oh, yeah. beat them Bengals yeah. 30 to 27. Yeah. And C.J. Stroud was 29 for 39. 356 yards, a touch and a pick. I will gladly admit when I'm wrong. 
Hey, hey, man. I admit when I was wrong. CJ Stroud is balling yeah, out of control. It's going to be back-to-back game-winning drives that he put together. Yes. He's he's legit. He's serious, and he makes the game look too easy. Uh-huh. For a rookie quarterback, he's making it look too easy. The game is slow way, he's way down. too cool, calm, and collected, man. Like, And it's scary. Is it scary if, if I'm the rest of the league? Because we didn't even see this from Joe Burrow. We right. didn't see this from... This type of play from Pat Mahomes, uh-huh. we didn't see it from nobody. Mm-hmm. He's doing something that we've never seen before. Right. So, and it's with, yes, he's in a better situation than, say, Bryce Young. Uh-huh. But it's not with the top 15 receivers in the league. It's not with a top 10 line in the league. He He's making the players around him better. Exactly. Who, is this Nick Brown? What? Who's Brown? Who's the receiver? Brown? Noah Brown. Noah Brown. Seven receptions, 172 yards. And he was out in Dallas last year. He was an afterthought. Man, that's what I'm saying. He got Nico Collins. Everybody thought Nico Collins was going to be good. Uh huh. But nobody thought he was going. He's making Nico look amazing. Right. And then the Houston Texans did right. Tank. I mean, yeah, Tank Dell. C.J. Stroud said he wanted him. As soon as they drafted C.J. Stroud, mm-hmm. they took his opinion in consideration and got him a guy. That he wanted, mm-hmm. and it's shown great. Benef- it's benefited him great because he caught that game winning touchdown the week before. Right, and he's made big. He made big plays this week against the Bengals. It's just, and that's what I said about the Bryce Young. You got to compare these two, just because they were one and two. Right, it's the situations, and it's more than what's on the field. It's organization wise. It's no Houston Texans know what they're doing. They know mm-hmm. what they want to do. And everybody's on the same page. And you got a great coach with D'Amico Ryans. Everybody's on the same page. But when you look at a team like the Panthers, you can tell that everybody's thinking different. Yeah. So. Not on the same page. Yeah. It's, so the Texans are doing right. And C.J. Stroud is awarding them with his play. Exactly. Let's not forget about what Will. What is it Will Anderson? Will Anderson. Okay. Good. He, it's quiet. Mm-hmm. It's a quiet season for him defensively, just because I think players like Witherspoon, mm-hmm. the defensive rookie cornerback out there in Seattle. Right. I think it's players like those who just are outshining him. Yeah. But he's he's playing well too, coming off that edge. The intangibles getting it done. Yeah. Like he's That's putting pressure on quarterbacks. Like he might not get the sacks all the time. He might not. But he's back there. He's affecting the play. Yeah. He, you see him. Like you see him. You notice him on the field. Mm-hmm. And that's just and that's. A rookie edge rusher is, is it's hard to come in and mm-hmm. it be a dominant player. Right. So that's going to come with time because we've seen what Aiden Hutchinson is doing this year in his second year. Absolutely. So it's going to come with time. And like I said, the Houston Texans is doing everything right. Mm-hmm. And the players are rewarding them with putting them in the position to win. They're winning. And he has a great attitude too, man. So let me ask you this. Uh, uh, rookie of the year seems like he got locked. Is that's locked up. Locked. What about MVP? He should be in the conversation. Okay. Okay. He should definitely be in conversations because stat-wise, mm-hmm. he's playing. I want to say better than any quarterback in the league, right? If you ask me, because mm-hmm. the touchdowns is there. Mm-hmm. He's up. He's up top in touchdowns. He's up top in yards. Mm-hmm. He's up top in touchdown to interception ratio. Mm-hmm. The only thing that you can argue is that the wins aren't there, right? But look at the situation he's coming into. Mm-hmm. Nobody thought this team would be five and four, right? Fighting right. for the AFC South. Mm-hmm. Like, they're right behind the Jaguars now after that loss. They're right behind them. If he wins this division, 
I definitely think he deserves MVP. Gotcha. Yeah, and it makes sense. Because, yeah, and like you say, and he deserves it with his play. His his numbers definitely yeah, show it. You take CJ Stroud off that team, they're not five and four. And right. I think that's what most valuable player means. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it should not just because most viable player to your team, <laughs> not just because you're the, you're the face of the best team in the league. Right. I think that's where people get confused with MVPs. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's the best player on the best. No. Mm-hmm. If he takes, if you take those. If, I'm not saying Jalen Hurts, mm. but this is just an example. If you take Jalen Hurts off, how much do the Eagles fall off? Right. Me personally, I don't think that much. Mm-hmm. Now, it may be downplaying Jalen Hurts, mm. but that's just me because I think the talent is there all around him. Right, exactly. And it is. To keep that thing going. Right. So, you take C.J. Stroud off this team, there's no way mm-hmm. they're getting this thing to where it's at. Right. Because he's, just, like I said, calm, cool, collected. Back up against the wall, come in, I'm going to win this game. Right. He went through that interception earlier, went to the sideline, told D'Amico, I'm sorry. I know you trusted in me. We're still going to win this game. That's confidence. That's And that's coming from knowing your coach has confidence in you. Exactly. And that means a lot. That means everything. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, I love it. And like you say, Joe Burrow, he didn't play. He did not play bad. He, had, he was 27 for 40 with 347 yards. But he did have two picks to go along with his two touchdowns. But Jamar Chase was doing Jamar Chase things. Five receptions, 124 yards in a touch. So, hey, like I said, mad shout-outs to C.J. Stroud. Like I say, we seem to believe that he has rookie of the year locked up, and he should definitely be in the MVP conversation. Let's move forward. Now, you took and you do have the Bucks. They did come off their uh, four-game losing streak and beat the Titans. Congratulations. Let's talk about this uh, Chargers-Lions game. Now, I, I, I mean, we're going to have to dig off in them man because they are at the top of the NFC North right now barely because now you got a red hot Vikings team don't nobody know what the pastor not going to do and y'all 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 should have lost this game because Justin Herbert did not play bad mm-hmm. But golf, he did have uh, 23 for 33, 333 yards and two touches. David Montgomery, I don't even know what 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 my boy Jameer at. What Jameer they're, they're trying to split carries with them. That ain't going to work. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, David Montgomery, he had 12 carries, 116 yards is in a touch. Monsane Brown, eight receptions, 156 yards in a touch. But listen, your boy Justin Herbert did not play bad. And he only have nine fingers. Yeah. Listen, four touchdowns, 323 yards, man. Allen, Keenan Allen, 11 receptions, 175 yards, two touches. Listen, it, listen, right now, tell me, what you think about this game, man? Like I said, I don't I don't believe in the Lions. I just don't think they're there yet. Mm-hmm. But also, before we can move on, I do want to say Jameer Gibbs did go 14 for 77 with two takes. Okay. So the splitting worked this game. I won't say it's going to keep working. It is, it is mainly because I remember David Montgomery broke a 50-plus yard. Okay. So that's mainly – that's mostly where his – That's mostly his right that's there. That's mostly his, that one touchdown he had. Okay. But what I can say is the Lions are showing – because the Chargers are – Weaknesses, chips yeah, in the armor, man. They got chips in the armor, bro. They're not a competitive team. <laughs> the Chargers are a team that's competing to win a Super Bowl. Right. Like the Lions are supposedly supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Y'all should be winning this on a last second field goal. That's exactly and that's what, what I say when I say pretenders. Cont- y'all are playing down the competition, mm-hmm. and y'all can't do that. 
Y'all aren't the team that can do that. <laughs> like y'all can't, ex- y'all can't. Ex- if, if Justin Herbert maybe don't throw that interception early on, right? We talking a whole different game. Exactly. So it's uh, a, 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 a greatly different game. Like a totally like it's a whole different conversation we have right now. Right, right. But they 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 won it. They pulled it out. They pulled it out. So we are gonna give it to them for now. But Detroit, we still looking at you. They'll keep me quiet for yeah. Week. We, we yeah for for one more week. <laughs> we still looking at you because I don't know who you play next. But we'll figure it out here shortly. Listen, okay. How about the Falcons and the Cardinals? This was a 23-25 game where the return of Kyler Murray. Okay, they got this taken care of. I think this was the last second field goal as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, listen, uh, Heineke, he did not play. Halleck got the start. He went out. Desmond Ritter, he finished it. But let's just talk about Kyler Murray. He looked like Kyler Murray. Yeah. 19 for 32, 249 yards and everything. And he kind of, you know, he, he he ran around or whatever. But I think more than significant, more than anything else, the game was won. I want to go from that angle. The game was won, okay? He didn't come out and lay an egg. The Cardinals beat the Falcons 25-23. Give me your take. Um, the biggest thing is, like we talked about last week, the Cardinals now know that they don't have to take a quarterback. Okay. They now know that. And that's have, significant. That's a significant thing with y'all having such a high pick next year. Right. With the talent that's coming out. Uh-huh. So, that's a, I think that's the main thing they was looking for. Right. Is to see if Kyler is going to come back and still be able to be Kyler. Okay. And that's what we showed. He was moving around. He was running around back there. Mm-hmm. Throwing the ball well. He did have an interception with no touchdowns. But that's a, you don't expect first game back after so long. 11 months layoff. Yeah, that 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 rhythm, throwing the ball is a rhythm thing. Right. It's a timing thing. And you got to get that those reps in with those receivers. Mm-hmm. That's going and he still played pretty decent 19 for 32 249. It's just an interception. Right. But I think now you go out, you know, you know what you got to do. Right. You know now we don't have to address quarterback and that's just a that's such a big relief uh-huh. off of you guys cuz now you can either go best available uh-huh. or you can go what you think would help your team just what you think would help your team moving forward you the GM who you gonna pick okay you the Cardinals y'all what number three I think they just slid down to number three okay who, who who you gonna pick if Marvin Harrison Jr. is there I'm taking Marvin Harrison Jr. okay, okay. makes be- sense just because that'll take your offense to the next level right that gives you a legit wide receiver one <laughs> and Marquise Brown can now move more to that slot which I think he's more successful in okay yeah, uh, I, hey, I love it. I love it. Okay, we're gonna keep an eye on that definitely as well. Now you know we're we gonna have to. We got to talk about it. It's America's team. But listen, these Cowboys beat the Giants forty nine seventeen, and I, it seemed like at the end of the game they were just working on the point spread. But anyway, they're trying to get CD Lamb his yards. That's exactly what it looked like, and I'm glad you said CD Lamb because CD Lamb said he the best wide receiver one out there. Period. Off top, off gate. But you do know that you just played against the number 27 defense in the league. Okay? Uh, they, they look good against bad teams. <laughs> and, and Dak looks happy. Dak looks so happy. He looks so happy to not be getting flipped on his neck by the Philadelphia Eagles. He looks because, boy, that's a big contrast to what y'all had to deal with last, the week before. He, boy, he looks so happy. I see him sticking his tongue. Boy, that boy came out the field laughing and cheering and 
And, and, and listen, and we had a Brandon Cook sighting. But okay. listen, but check this out. I'm so glad you said about CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb was not the best receiver in this game on the Cowboys team. Brandon Cooks was 9 for 175, 173 in a touch. And you know the difference? What's the difference? That's without them trying to pad his stats. Oh. Brandon Cooks was on the sideline trying to get the ball to CeeDee. <laughs> <laughs> he was on the sideline like, hey, man, CD need nine more. Yeah, do you want to go ahead and handle that right like, quick? They were there like that. You going to go back out there to uh, throw CD the ball? He's like, nah, but they got him, though. They- right. Cause you know they they took in they um they they put in the backup at the beginning of the fourth quarter. And the game I, was over. Yeah, the game was over before it started. Tommy DeVito was ready to go home to his mama. He he got all he got his whole entire family as many tickets as he could get though. They all live in the same house. <laughs> well, we just well like I say, but this is this is this is the bigger thing for me. Talk it, to me. It's the bigger thing. It ain't got nothing to do with the game. I'm finna cut pause this real quick. We finna pause it. Y'all listen uh, up. I said this last week. You paid Daniel Jones. He goes down. Now y'all are in this situation where everybody's saying y'all are taking a quarterback. What sense does this make? <laughs> oh my goodness. What sense does this make? Right. Because now it's like y'all just gonna scrap the whole offense at this point and uh-huh. start from scratch. Right. With an unhappy Saquon. Right. Which is not the ideal situation. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Right, right, right. Coach Dable don't know. Uh-huh. He obviously don't know. Exactly. What to do. Uh-huh. Saquon out there just, man. It's a crazy situation, yeah, no it's doubt. like, bro, yeah. why y'all throwing the ball 27 times with Tommy DeVito anyway? Right. I don't want to see him throwing the ball 27 times to get me 86 yards. Right. Yep. That's exactly what happened. This is and then you know Saquon Barkley he had 13 carries for 66. That should have been the game. That man run the ball 25, 30 times. Well, I'm, yeah, he should have got like at least 100 in, in, in that game alone. Just just give it to him to give it to him. Just you know? give him the ball. Right, exactly. So okay, now so you had that and everything. What what can we actually take away from this game? Because listen, the, you know they take in they got. Dak Prescott and everything, okay, yeah, 404 yards, four touchdowns. I got it. Against the number 27 defense in the league. Can you name a cornerback on, on, on the Giants? I can't, safety. I can't. No, I don't know. Uh-uh. I okay. Actually, I can't. So he was throwing against who? Exactly. And so, the only person on that line I can think of is Dexter Lawrence. Yeah, yep. But listen, this is, this is the – Ultimate reason why I say winning fixes everything. They done already forgot about that loss that Eldie took against Super Bowl contenders. Okay. See, winning fixes everything and losing has the opposite effect. Now, all of a sudden, it's, cla- it's, classic, it's classic Brock, which I'm not going to take that away from him. But how about this? Dak is back and Lamar the loser. Wait a minute now. Y'all going to have to even this out just a little bit. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. You say Dak is back. And who a loser? It's they say Lamar the loser. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. The Browns is ten times, a hundred times better than the Giants right now. And I don't care if Deshaun Washington went out there with one arm tied behind his back. 
he better than Tommy DeVito. And that defense is the best defense in the league compared to, I don't even know if you can call the Giants a defense. It's just a bunch of players in a jersey running around. Man, don't get me, like, the disrespect is so uneven and un... Like, man. And it's like when y'all hate, y'all choose to hate Dak Prescott, y'all hate him. Y'all can't stand him. As soon as the boy do something half a decent... Super Bowl contender. like, this boy is the resurgence. He's a Super Bowl contender, man. Every time, every time. I'm telling you, that's just a classic example of winning fixes everything and losing has the opposite effect. But let's move on. Let's move on. Okay, I don't want you to get too warm over there, man. We ain't got that much water left in the studio. <laughs> Listen, all right, how about the Commanders 26, Seahawks 29? This was another last-second field goal victory. Now, first of all, I would like to start with Sam Howell. 29 to 44, 312 yards, and, and, and three touches. Okay? And now listen, he's playing out of control right now. Eric Benemy got that offense smoking. Yeah. They shouldn't have lost that game, and it wasn't because of Sam Howell or the offensive coordinator, Eric B. It's because they gave away their defense. Montez Sweat ain't there no more. Chase Young ain't there no more. And what? And that's what I wanted to tell you about, man. Do you know that? And, and this, the, the last thing that I heard is the Chicago Bears is slated to sign Montez Sweat to a forty-eight million dollar contract. And Chase Young out there, you saw what he doing. How you gonna let this? How you? What? What? What was they thinking, man? It's it, it, listen. What what were they thinking? Because the offense is there, and you gave away your defense. Man, it, it told me two things. First of all, you traded away your defense, and you just lost your chance to have a really good season. I, I just think it's so behind closed doors that outside we don't know. Because there's no way you explain this. It doesn't have any explanation I mean, to them, it. You traded them away for bags of chips. Yeah. It's not like you got... It's not like you got first rounders, second rounders back that you can look forward to replacing them with. So I don't know what I don't know what the plan is. I don't. That's the thing. This is one that has me stumped for real. I don't know what that plan was. What they plan is. Worst. Hey, listen. Worst case scenario with uh, the New York Giants or the the Washington Football Team or well, Commanders. I'd definitely, I'd definitely rather be out there in Washington. Okay. At least All I right. know I got Eric B. Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to tell you, man, if that man don't get no head coaching job soon, it's just a disservice to the I NFL. Think he, I think he could have got one last year, but yeah. he wanted to prove it was him and not Andy Reid. Yeah, well, and listen, and listen, and, and we ain't taking nothing from Andy Reid, but you see that the Chiefs offense is struggling right yeah. now. Yeah, they don't look as they don't look as explosive. <laughs> right. And then you took away the, the cheetah. He down there in Miami and everything. Oh, he missed it. Yeah, about, to, take, Kansas City, about to cash in on a 2,000-yard season. He missed Kansas City, though, and that's crazy to think about. Because it's not like he's not out there being successful in Miami. Right. But he's he misses Kansas City. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly, because Miami is not a Super Bowl contender, but the uh-huh. Chiefs are. Okay, listen. All right, let's go. Let's go right here. Let's go right here. We're gonna have to talk about this Monday night football game with, between the Broncos and the Bills. Broncos twenty four, Bills twenty two. You want to start, or you want me to start? I'll start it. Go ahead. Josh Allen, another person who deserves way more hate than he be getting. Mm-hmm. Cause he just is. He loses games a lot. Right. He loses games a lot, and it's just being not caring for the ball or not being. Not being that elite quarterback that you expect. Mm-hmm. The arm talent's there. Mm-hmm. He's big, so he can run, fall forward, and get you two, three yards. Right. It's things like 
forcing the ball, mm-hmm. trusting your arm a little too much, trusting one receiver a little too, not going through your reads fast enough. Because there was times in the game where people were open, but you're stuck looking this way, and by the time you get here, you got to move, and now you're trying to force a throw on a run that you're missing. Josh, you're the problem. Mm-hmm. Not then. And I'm not saying you're, it's all you. No, mm-hmm. It's not that. But you have to play better for this team to be better. You see, he has that gunslinging mentality. He's won a lot of games, but he also has lost a lot of games. But but this is the part that I'm not really understanding. First of all, they was in a position to actually win that game. At the end of that game, okay, first of all, it was 12 men on the field. Yeah. That's special teams. Okay? Then they missed the field goal. They would have won. It, they would have won that game, but they, but, but they, they had the 12 men on the field penalty, and they made that second kick. And then you turn around and let the offensive coordinator go. But after after the slid, like they they're they're on the, they're on the slid too. They're five and five. That's not a team that should be five and five. So you do you think the letting go of the offensive coordinator was justifiable? I think yes, because the offense is the. The problem right now. It is the problem. It is the problem. Von Miller ain't playing out of his mind right now. Yeah, no, but he's he's being productive. He's, okay. he's noticeable out there on the field. Okay. Like he's like the same thing we were talking about with Real Anderson. Mm-hmm. He's get, still getting some of the pressures, right. but that burst is slowing down a little bit. Right. So he's not fully getting all the way there. Uh-huh. And then, like, the defense isn't playing terrible. Mm-hmm. It's just, come on, man. Josh, 177, a touchdown, two interceptions is not a game you expect from – and I think that's why they go get Leonard Fournette, who didn't play yet. Yeah. But they're trying to find a way to get this running game going. But James Cook had 12 carries for 109 but yards. he also had a key fumble. Yeah, first, at, the, at the beginning of the game. of the game. But did they, score any, did they score any points off that? I can't remember if they scored. Okay, okay. They, it was only 3-1, I mean 3-0 at the first, so maybe they scored that field goal after that. Yeah. But it wasn't too detriment. But it's just you don't want to start off with that being – the start to the game. Well, they, they benched him for a while, but yeah. then he came back and, and went Latavius ran crazy. Murray, Latavius Murray wasn't really giving them nothing until, at all. Yeah, until later on. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, and and I guess like you say, you really wouldn't expect that um, that type of performance from from a, from a Josh Allen. Uh, but I take and I also do know that when it came to Stephon Diggs, I I don't know how much talking that he actually did, but then his brothers did a lot of talking. Yeah. And so and I guess you yeah, know. You don't want that. You don't want. Sh- I, I, I forgot about this before the even field goal. That DP, that defensive pass interference. Mm-hmm. I think that's a bad call. Yeah, I think that's a terrible call. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Underthrown ball. He has to work his way back. I'm running to close space. Mm-hmm. You can't call that on me. I, t- I you know what, and, and that's and that's probably like a whole nother podcast. But my whole thing about it is, I've seen it both ways where the defender don't turn around. And it's a and it's a defensive pass interference. The the defender do turn around and it's a defensive pass interference. D- they got to work that out, bro. Yeah, because it's especially in that like this is the prime example. Ball is uncatchable. Mm-hmm. He would have to go through me to get this ball. Right. That's that's not a pi. That's the same thing with going to the basket out of control. Right. You don't get a foul for that. Mm-hmm. So it's just like in in these games. These close games, you got to get that right. So I do take a little bit off Josh Allen. Okay. But not as much as I still put some of the blame on him. Because mm-hmm. you are supposed to be one of those top quarterbacks in the league. I don't think week in, week out, you give us that. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. Okay, then. Well, check this out. We're going to take and uh, we're going to finish this up real strong, but let's just change gears for just one second and, and just talk a little bit about the, the college football and uh, uh, Colorado and what they did and USC and how, uh, how you feel about them. You tell me about the college football that was played this weekend and what's, what's, your, what's your mindset and what you're talking. Colorado got to get that defense figured out. Same thing with USC. It's the same same story with both of these teams. Okay. Offensively, the, the talent's there. Mm-hmm. They're there. Um, it's it's just not pretty. Right. It's just not pretty. And mm-hmm. with the game with Colorado's game against Arizona, you guys were up. Mm-hmm. You guys were up and let them get back into this game and then never never recovered, never responded correctly. Right. It's like once they started fighting back, you guys just laid there. Mm-hmm. It was like all right. Because it was a close game. It looked like it was winnable, man. With what? Did you take air? It was a 34-31. Yeah, but y'all were up 24-17 going into half, 31, and then y'all put up an egg in the fourth quarter. Right. Y'all can't do that. That can't happen. Especially knowing the, the situation y'all in with y'all defense. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. So, they got, Dion has came out and said Shador and Shiloh will be back next year. Okay. So, they'll at least have a quarterback. Right. But... I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about Shadur. Uh-huh. I'm not worried about the offense. Right. I'm more concerned with the trench play and defense as a whole. Mm-hmm. They can't win like that. And USC, oh, man, y'all got rid of um, your boy, the defensive coordinator, and came out and still gave up points. It's, right. Maybe it's it's not the defensive coordinator. Y'all just need to um, – Revisit the type of players you guys recruit on defense. Yeah, exactly. There's no reason. There's no reason, man. So listen, let, let me ask you just real quick and everything. With, with uh, Colorado, their last two games is Washington State and number sixteen Utah. Bowl game still. I don't. It's hard for me to put them in one right now. Yeah. With the way they're playing, they've just dropped the ball so many times. So I it was so close. In the past couple games, it's been like that. The Stanford game. Um. The USC game, mm-hmm. you can't get behind the eight ball that much and then expect the y'all made it close at the end, but right. we already know how that goes. Yeah, too little, too late. Yeah, they they probably took out their best players. You know, what I'm mm-hmm. so it's, y'all just dropped the ball, underperformed so much this year, right. especially at the back end of the season. Mm-hmm. I don't see y'all getting. I think the defense has been just exploited too much. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that they're weak, right? Especially where they're weak at, right? They know that they can get to Shador with no problem. They just stack the boxes, you know. It's, it's still gonna be fun to watch these last yeah. two games. I wanted to take the take the Shador, Shiloh, and all of the team to come out as healthy as they possibly can. And I do look forward to these last two games, but also what prime time is gonna put together next year. Yeah, he got to win that Washington State game, right? And if you can pull off that Utah game, I think you end it mm-hmm. on a strong enough note mm-hmm. that you it's it's. What's the word? Optimistic going forward anyway. Right. Just because, mm-hmm. like, they started off where you started from. Yeah. And where you guys are now. Yeah. Just the coaches. You know, I'm big on coaching. Right. It's a completely different thing. Y'all are going to get the better players now. Mm-hmm. Y'all are going to Big 12, I think, mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. So, y'all will be playing the Texases of the world, the Oklahomas mm-hmm. of the world. So, mm-hmm. 
people are going to want to come and play. Mm-hmm. First off, play for prime, and first off, get in front of those eyes. Right. So y'all, it's only up from here. Right. But you still want to end strong. Strong. You want to end strong. Well, you know, I have to talk about this real quick and everything because you know when you talk about prime time and everything he brings to the game and everything, he he said he don't hear he don't hear the noise about possibly uh, coaching in the NFL, uh, all the other stuff that's going on. And you actually addressed this before time, you know, and then you just said, hey, did Shallow's coming back? Shadura's coming back and everything. And, you know, in, in prime time, like, hey, I pay taxes in this state. I'm here. And he's he's a guy that's he's coached his kids from Pop Warner right. all the way up to now. Mm-hmm. He's not going anywhere, especially if those kids are there. Okay. Especially if those kids are there. But also, the type of guy Prom is, I don't think he leaves those guys. Say Shallow and Shador did enter this year. Right. I don't think he leaves those guys that he brought through the transfer portal either. Mm-hmm. I don't think he does that either. So I just by what we've learned and seen from Deion over these past years. Right. He's a very loyal, family-oriented, he's a disciplinary guy, but mm-hmm. he's still... Uh, a father figure at heart. Right. He wants to be that to these kids. Mm-hmm. And then you still got Travis Hunter there. You still yeah. got the number one corner from the freshman, uh, number one corner, Carmani there. Mm-hmm. It's it's not just Shiloh and Shadour. Right. And then he, come on, man. We know Prime. Yeah. Prime's not going out. If he leaves now, right. it's like he ducked his tail and abandoned shit. Right. And he's not that type he's of guy. He's not that type of guy. Right. I got you. Okay, so check this out. When it came to uh, college football, all everybody that was supposed to win did win. Uh, Michigan beat Penn State 24-15. Uh, you, take, you got Washington beat uh, Utah 35-28. Florida State beat Miami 27-20. Georgia beat, uh, what is it, Mississippi? Uh, Ole Miss, yeah. Ole, Ole Miss, I'm sorry, Ole Miss, 52-17. And Ohio State beat uh, Michigan State, 38-3. Uh, the only mini upset was number 14, number 16, Missouri, beat number 14, Tennessee, 36-7. But here was where I want to come, and then I got your honorable mention in a second. Uh, number 8, Alabama, beat Kentucky, 48-21. Now, all of a sudden... They taking they beating the teams that they supposed to beat. The point differential is there. Will they sneak in into the top five or even four before this thing is said and done? Alabama and Nick Saban. It's it's tough to say because they're at eight, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they're at number eight. Right above them at seven is Texas. Okay. They got a win over Alabama early on this early on in the year. They got that though. They got that one. Mm-hmm. And then Texas has been playing better. Since their one loss, who I can't remember who they lost to. Okay. But it's the same story with both teams. Right. After their one losses, they've corrected it and played better each week. Right. So even if they move up, how do you justify moving them ahead of Strange things have happened, but I under, but I understand what you're saying it'll exactly. Be, it's it's a hard thing to you get what it'll be to justify. Of, it'll be more of we gotta see what Texas does. Mm-hmm. We gotta see because I think Oregon still has a better resume than Alabama. Okay. Washington, of course, is still undefeated. Okay. One of the best resumes. I think they should have bumped Florida State out mm-hmm. and moved up to four. Mm-hmm. Just because their resume is legit. They beat USC when they was ranked. They got a win over number six, Oregon. Right. Um, it's another team. Utah. Like, they beat the more of the top 25 teams. They right. got more of those legit quality wins. Okay. I would have put them in above um, Florida State, mm-hmm. but then it gets hard. Like, these five through eight 
is tough. Right. It honestly is tough. I think the only thing that flip flop was Michigan and Ohio, yeah. right? It went from two to three to three to two. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right then. Okay. Well, we're gonna keep it nice and tight and strong with that. So listen. Now uh, let, let's let's finish it up right here. Okay. I, I got something that I really need to talk to you about, man. And I, I really need your input and your insight on this. I want to talk about the Aaron Rodgers distraction. Again, one more time. I want to talk about the Aaron Rodgers distraction. I didn't forget about that Sunday night football game between the Jets and the Raiders. The Raiders won 16-12, okay? Second win under Antonio Pierce. And I don't even think Devontae Adams had a touchdown, but he was 6-for-86, and he happy. O'Connor was back there. Josh Jacobs showed up with 27 carries and 116 yards. But I got to thinking, and I scratched my head, and then I stopped. And then I say, why are we watching Jets games in prime time? It's because of the Aaron Rodgers distraction, man. Now, I want you to tell me your thought process because I got a lot I got to talk about. I mean, this this, this schedule was – they put these primetime games in thinking – Aaron would play more than a snap. <laughs> they, they, yeah. They, they thought, <laughs> I feel you. Yeah, you're right. They thought that he would be playing more than a snap this year. Right. So, and then the Jets did have that that run. Or they looked good last year. They mm-hmm. was on the verge of making the playoffs. They had the names like Sauce Garner, DJ Reed out there. Brees Garrett Hall, Wilson. Garrett Wilson. So, they did. And then there was one of the bigger offseason News. It was one of the bigger things to talk about this offseason. So right. I'm not mad at the primetime game. Uh-huh. I'm more mad at this. When you watch those Jets games, yeah. you see more of Aaron Rodgers than anything. Any, that's, that's exactly that's exactly where I was headed. Than anything. Yeah. That's my biggest problem. Right, exactly. And then if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I don't want to be on that sideline. Why you end up in a press box somewhere? Dropping tequila bottles on the floor. That's another thing. You're that's on the enough, sideline yeah. dropping tequila bottles. Right, right. But listen, why not? Zach Wilson's already under pressure. Because mm-hmm. he has to replace the great almighty Aaron Rodgers. Right. After already being talked about as a bust. Mm-hmm. Coming back, getting a second chance. Mm-hmm. But it's coming off of you got to replace Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. So now you're standing on the sideline, all cameras pointed to you. We already got to deal with we They're going to talk about you every every morning. Yeah. Just because they're going to, oh, you want to come back by Thanksgiving. They, so it's, I think it's not helping the team, mm-hmm. especially if you want to come back. Because mm-hmm. y'all got to make the playoffs in order for you to come back. Right. This is not helping. Because with you even being around, they're already going to have to deal with if y'all had Aaron Rodgers, da, 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 da. Zach is already going to have to deal with that. Right. So now with you being in the building, he has to look at you every day. He has to see you. That that He had to come back to him on the sideline after each play. After each play. Like, you get what I'm saying? So it's like when you're living with that ghost over your shoulder, you want that ghost to stay out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> but it's like that ghost is looking at him in the mirror every single day when he go to brush his teeth. Right. So how do you expect him to be comfortable? He's... He's a young guy. Mm-hmm. He's a young guy who you got to understand if his morale is down, if his confidence is in himself is down. He's shown flashes and things like that, but mostly they talk about him like a dog. Mm-hmm. And you you put this pressure of you got a guaranteed first ballot Hall of Famer mm-hmm. waiting to come back. Can you get us to the playoffs? Right, right, exactly. And that's and that was the whole thing that I was talking about. First of all, just for just a quick little flashback. When when I take I I had watched uh, most of that um, Steelers and um, uh, Green Bay Packers game 
one of the commentators, man, the only thing he said was Aaron Rodgers' name the whole entire commentation. He took and he 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 actually you would think that Aaron Rodgers was playing that game. Yeah. He took he actually said, now did you see what Aaron Rodgers? I mean, did you just see what Jordan Love just did? Uh, that's Aaron Rodgers esque. That did not when Aaron Rodgers was that's I was like Aaron Rodgers do not play for the Green Bay Packers anymore, but he does. At least he is on a roster for the New York Jets now. The Jets had a players-only meeting. Who led that meeting, I suppose? Probably Aaron. Okay. Now, listen to what Aaron Rodgers said now. He said, I won MVP twice in this type offense. It's nothing wrong with this offense. That's what Aaron Rodgers said. Everybody's not you. Right. You're a you're a generational, once-in-a-lifetime quarterback. Everybody, you can't expect everybody to have the same success you do in a certain It's not the offense, Aaron. It's not. It's you. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> don't don't try to be humble now, Aaron. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Come on. I'm like, oh, Don't try to be humble now, man. You won those two MVPs in that offense because you was the most valuable player to that offense. Right. That offense didn't make you. <laughs> you made that offense. <laughs> And that's the same reason you got out of Green Bay. You got tired of making the offense. Right. What are we talking about? And that's my point. Exactly. The Aaron Rodgers distraction. Okay, then he bring in he bring in his own offensive coordinator. He he, he taking then he bring in Randall Cobb. He then he bring in Alan Lazard. He does all this. It's, it's your team. You know what I mean? You, they not I'm pretty even, sure he has something to do with that Dalvin Cook going to, to get Dalvin exactly, Cook. Exactly, exactly. Listen, so listen. Zach Wilson don't even have a chance. You understand what I mean? It, I think it would be in his best interest to say, release me, I go somewhere else, and I sit behind somebody until my time comes up. Because right now, this ain't going to cut it. All of the camera cuts, all of the talk, everything's about Aaron Rodgers, and he ain't even playing. Why the, you not in the press box, bro? The, every time you come back to this, if we had Aaron Rodgers, and I know the team is saying that too. Right. I mean, you got to expect Garrett Wilson to feel like, dang, if Aaron Rodgers was throwing me this ball right now, mm-hmm. I'd have 1,500. Mm-hmm. And that was the thing coming in. Like, dang, Garrett Wilson got Aaron Rodgers now. Right. But y'all don't. Exactly. Y'all got Zach Wilson. Exactly. And, it is, and that's the thing. Garrett Wilson to come out and support Zach when he has a good game. Mm-hmm. But also when you have a bad game, you don't show that support, which he needs. He needs to know that his team still believes in him. Mm-hmm. And they still and maybe if you don't believe in him, maybe y'all just have his back. Just right. have his back. Mm-hmm. Y'all know it's rough. Y'all know it's bad. Y'all know this wasn't the plan coming into this season. Mm-hmm. Have his back. Don't mm-hmm. go out there and say, my quarterback needs to play better. Things like that, which is only going to add on to the mental anguish and distress that he already got. Exactly. All right, listen. So, Robert Sala, he's doing all he can and everything. He's been playing damage control. He's been playing that role since really the beginning of the season. He's doing construction with duct tape. Exactly. So, I need to ask you this. Where do you see the team going from here? And do they keep Robert Sala? Yeah. Okay. I don't think Robert Sala. Because this is one of those situations where the, the circumstance buys you another year. Okay. Because he, like I said, last year, was it last year's first year in New York? Mm-hmm. He had them on the, on the cusp of the playoffs with us, Zach Wilson. Right. They was on the cusp of a playoff. Right. So, you give him another year, and that's the thing, you, you set this, you set this offense up to be ran one particular way, mm-hmm. 
and is not able to do it. Because right. Zach Wilson, as much as he will never be Aaron Rodgers. He never will be. And I, I think it's, it's kind of unfair to even put him there. I don't care but, if you give him the same scheme and the exact same players. Right. He will never look like Aaron Rodgers. No. It's not going to happen. So, he's, because he's not. Aaron yeah, Rodgers. so it's just, it, it's a hard situation for Salah. And like you said, he's just playing damage control. Mm. All right. Doing construction with duct tape. It's right. hard to keep this thing. And you gotta you gotta give them credit. They are four and five. Mm-hmm. It, it could be a lot worse. It could be. It could be a lot worse. He's kept this thing afloat. In in their division, it's the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. The, we just seen the Bills go down. Right. That's four that's five and five. Mm-hmm. You're, you're right behind them. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's It's still a lot to yet to be seen. It's not it's not a cause for Panic out there is mm. not a cause for bomb fires, you know, pitchforks mm. and, mm. and none of that. It's just fans got to understand situations. Right. And this situation was not what they expected coming in. Absolutely. Like, nobody could expect that on the first play of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you, you couldn't. I got you. Well, like I say, it, it is truly the Aaron Rodgers distraction. I don't know how much longer it's going to run, but I'm pretty sure probably to the end of the season. But you can't look at the Jets to be spoilers yeah. and everything. So, listen, it could be a trap game on your schedule, like people. Said, Zach shows flashes, man. Yeah, you, it, know, could be tra- it could be a trap game for any and everybody so, out there. Yeah, don't sleep on him. That defense is still legit. It's, it's still, still there. legit defense. Absolutely. Well, check this out. Get a quick preview of the Thursday night football game. Bengals and the Ravens. Both of them is starting week 11 of the NFL, but both of them was coming off loss losses. So you, you tell me how you feel that need to pan out and, and which way. Give me a score and who needs it more. This a, it, I was just going to say it's a big game for both teams. Yeah. But I think with the Ravens, being in the position they are, they need it a little bit more just mm-hmm. to prove. Because, you know, I, I'm saying I got them going to the Super Bowl this year. Right. And I believe they believe that for themselves, too. Yep. So to validate that, mm-hmm. you have to bounce back from a loss like that. Right. You have to bounce back from a close loss to a team where you were up and you let it get away. Right. And the Bengals, and like I said, I'm not downplaying the Bengals need it too mm-hmm. they need this win too because they were just coming back to feeling confident with they said exactly getting back to okay we're still the Bengals we're still a team that, we you, here. Gotta, that you gotta respect week in and week out so I, I expect a good game okay I I just think Lamar's like I said I think Lamar's playing at an MVP level mm-hmm. even with the turnovers and things like that I think he comes out plays a lot better and gets a win I'll say 27-20 27-20. Got the Ravens winning that thing. Okay, you know, you know, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to follow that up. Thursday night football, Bengals against the Ravens. Looking to see uh, if Lamar Jackson can pull that thing out 27-20 to start off week 11 in the NFL. Also, another game that I do want to touch on real quickly, this Super Bowl rematch between the Eagles and the Chiefs. I don't know who's playing who right now, where they're going to be at, but what you feel about that? That's on Monday night football. What about them Eagles and them Chiefs? I think the Eagles come out and get this one. Okay. This is with that chip on their shoulder. They're coming off a bye, too. Yeah, they're coming off a bye. Their last game was that Cowboys game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they rolling right now. Jalen Hurts had time to heal up. They're on a high. And that bad taste is still in their mouth. Mm-hmm. And like we've said, the biggest thing with Kansas City is not their best thing anymore. Right. So... I just and with this defense, this Eagles defense is in another world. It is, ain't it? It's in another world. 
everybody focuses so much on that offense. Uh-huh. The defense is the true story of that team. Don't forget about Jalen Carter and all yeah, the other boys yeah, on that other side of it. James Bradbury, right. Play Slay. Mm-hmm. Like that, they went got Kevin Byer. Like mm-hmm. they're doing. That's the best red organization in the league, right? Because they're not sleeping on their lawns. They're right. not. They see it. They mm-hmm. see that this window is open. They're very hungry. They want it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're going head first through the window if it's open or not. Right. <laughs> we coming through this window. <laughs> like, hey, y'all, if you don't want to replace the glass, you might want to open it. Take the dough off the hinges, so, baby. <laughs> I, but my score would probably be. Uh, I think they they put a burn a barn burner up though. A high somewhere in the thirties, thirty eight. 35. 38-35. Hey, I can't wait to see it, baby. I can't wait to see it. Listen here, ladies and gentlemen. I hope y'all enjoyed another wonderful, wonderful podcast. <clears throat> we want to thank everybody for listening today and joining us. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Listen, please join us again on our next episode of Donald. And Donald Podcast. And we straight off script, people. You know what it is. Hydrate. And don't forget to stretch. And trust the process, man. No matter what season you're in, you never know when the win is coming. Let's get it. Absolutely. Remember, it's going to be bigger, better. We're going to keep this thing rolling. We'll see y'all next episode. Hey, D, what it is, baby? Yeah, you already know. We're going to chop it up. <laughs> Double D. D. <laughs>